Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello. Thank you for coming back as always. It's great to see you. Does it look like I'm looking right at you? Does it look like I'm staring? Are you, are you listening or watching? Because if you're watching, that's going to be weird. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. It's a tough watch. I'm ready for this show to go back to in person. I am too. I know we this, both uh, are, but this is... We talked about it. We both got messages from our show at Acme where we were in person, and people liked it. People seemed to like it. So uh, I'm, I'm very excited to do it as well, mostly because um, if you ever say something mean to me, then I can smack you and we can listen to the noise. Uh, I don't think you would follow through on that. I No, I won't. No, I won't. I just, this, you can only spend so much time in a, like a one-on-one -on -one Zoom relationship where the person yeah. has a neon light on behind them before you feel like <laughs> you're in a serious relationship with a cam girl. So yeah. I'm, I'm ready to stop feeling like you're my long-distance sexual partner. Well... Um, I, now that I'm just finding this out, I'm ready to continue. Like I'm this. ready to be an in-person sexual partner of yours. Well, uh, I can't wait. Get ready. Looks like I'm not going to have to smack you to hear those noises. I'm hey, bringing listen. the noises. Yeah. My daughter is 19. Mm -hmm. Shout out to her and her boyfriend. They've been together for four years, four years. Oh. Okay. Now, a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people get weird about the high school relationship going into college. But I got to tell you, it's a pretty good kid. Sure. They seem pretty happy together. Sure. This isn't like one of those, uh, because please trust me, please, if, if you know anything about me, mm -hmm. you know that if there was one sign of danger, I would be wedging in the middle of those two fuckwads in one second and I would be breaking them up. And I would, because I've, from the time she was a little girl, I've done all these things to make sure that it's going to be impossible to be her boyfriend, impossible to live up to the standard of her father. And somehow this kid has stuck around for four years. First of all, super healthy of you. Uh, second of all. Yeah, it is. What? And are you convinced that your your sociopath or manipulator or just downright pretend when you're around parents meter is so good that you're unfoolable or is it a combination of he seems uh, like a good kid and you raised the right sort of daughter because you i don't think you're I unfoolable think i think it's both of those and also i watch when they don't think i'm watching I mean, it's a lot of stuff what that involved mean? here. But what does that mean? Where, listen, I've talked to other kids. I bring it up so inconspicuously. I talk to other parents. Right. I yeah, hold on. There's no inconspicuous way. Hi, children. I'd like yeah. to casually discuss my my daughter and her boyfriend. I don't know if you no, can... what I No, what I like to do is I like to go into churches and I read okay. to the children. Sure. I read to the children and I go, do you guys know, you guys know this guy? Are you familiar with this name? Mm -hmm. And they go, yeah, he was on the hockey team. I go, what do you think about him? And they're like, that oh, was real nice to us. Okay. So, um, but, but four years. And it's interesting now because in her immediate family, mother, brother, father, no one has a longer relationship. She is at 19 
the fucking relationship queen of this family. She, she somehow has become the matriarch of our family relationship wise. So I'm, you know, I'm not in a new relationship. I'm not in one that long, right? I'm coming up on a year here. Yep. This is going to be fucking great. And I'm so excited to ask my daughter for advice on how <laughs> she keeps the flame alive. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> when your daughter is born, you never, right? You have all these thoughts. You have a million thoughts go through your head, but never is one of them. When she looks at you going, don't, when you're leaving the house and she goes, don't forget communication is key. <laughs> I mean, shit like that. It's, it's like, I'm going to her, like, what, what do you, what do you think? Should we talk more? How did you guys do it? Four <laughs> years. That's a fucking lifetime. Yeah. Every I mean, time you really and Kelsey crazy. struggle, just cut to you cross-legged on your daughter's bed. How, <laughs> yeah. how do we do, how do you make her tell you what she's thinking? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and it's, it's, so I watch for examples instead of asking her questions. Yikes. I'm like, Oh, maybe I should, maybe I should be doing this more. Right. But I can't just run to the local ice cream shop because it makes my girlfriend shit her pants. So it's like, I got to take some of the good, some of the bad. I got to figure it out. I got to sift through it. it. Sucks. Now, do you lean towards the, the, cause you're the man in your am, in your gender in, normal relationship normal not sure. gender gender whatever the term is yeah you're the man there's so one there's one man there's one woman and i am the man yes correct do you uh so obviously you can ask your daughter for advice but do you find yourself looking to your daughter's boyfriend as an example yeah i mean listen don't think for a second that I don't know some of these four years are because of the abdominal muscles. Sure. So I'm in there doing crunches. I'm getting in there doing crunches. You're under 192. I'm eating two pieces of pizza versus an entire pizza. Mm -hmm. I'm really trying to focus it in. Now, I know that Kelsey knows I'm old and that this is not going to last. This, I mean, my health. My yeah. abs. Yeah. My getting abs. Eventually, they're, it's all going to go away. So I'm just getting in there. I'm building a solid base. And I'm looking with jealous eyes onto my daughter and her relationship. What about double dating with your daughter? Is there, I don't think is, so. But That's I mean, I don't, I don't mean. That's the of all fucking time. I know it is, but it's, I, I understand you're not going to be like, let's all go on a double date. But inevitably... One day you're going to sit down with a blizzard outside of a Dairy Queen and you're going to look at Kelsey and then you're going to look at across the, the table sure. and you're going to go, fuck, we're on a double date with my daughter. Yeah, but it's not a double date at that point, right? I mean, it's a father-daughter outing and there are significant uh, others. two significant others with. Mm -hmm. Like a father-daughter uh, double well, date. I, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that's exactly how it would be. Now, the good news is... The good news is I don't feel like I need any advice relationship wise yet because things are going great. But I am keeping an eye on this four year thing. That's pretty impressive. Does she does she hold it above you guys? Does she does she know? I mean, because also, like you said, your your uh, your son, he is engaged to be wed, engaged to be married. Yeah. And he's not even four years deep. Right. Um, the, right. The children's mother is in a relationship, but she's not four years deep. 
So yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. So she, do you, does she know it? Does she wear it? Does she strut it oh, around? She wears it. She, she wears it proudly because I, I was saying like, Hey, Kelsey and I are coming up on a year and you know, getting excited about it. And she's like, nice try rookie. I mean, sure. it's tough. Yeah, sure. It is tough. She goes, well, maybe if you guys, you know, keep going, maybe you'll get to four years eventually. But do, do people, cause that was my gut instinct is because I remember my niece Ellie, she took her high school boyfriend. They yep. they ventured into college together. Right. That does that does weird people out sometimes. Yeah, I think it does. Well, here's here's what's really interesting is when when people, you know, all say like uh, oh, I was too late so I let him stay over at the cabin and people are like, "What?" You let him stay over? Do you know what kinds of things like they're fucking dorms? are almost touching each other yeah. 2,500 miles away. Every time I FaceTime, I hear, hey, Chad. Yeah. That's not, you know, yeah. a, a friend. That's her boyfriend. So I know they're constantly with each other. She sent me a short video that one of her classmates made because she's out in Southern California. It's all they do, right? Even if you're taking biology, you have to film it. Sure. And so she sends me this video project and they're kissing on the beach. I almost barfed while I was crying. It was a tough thing to watch. It was a tough thing to watch because I'm very happy for them, but I'm also, it grosses me out. I'm a, I'm the dad. It's yeah. This, these parents who think, I don't know. I, I, there's, there's a, there's a median there, right? Median's not the right word. There's a middle ground. Sure. There's a middle ground in between. You don't want to be the parents like everybody drinks at my house because I know if you're drinking at my house, at least you're drinking safe. Like fuck you, lady. There's a difference yeah. between that and like you let them sleep. Like I've got bad news for you, parents. If your kid's trying to hump, they're gonna find a place to hump, right? Yeah. I. There's, there's no doubt. I. If you knew the amount of teenagers who found after hours playgrounds and did things to each other in the tunnel slide it's i'm telling you there's yeah. there's play you, you can't you, them spending you the night you think you get that kind of back muscles you think you get that kind of back muscles doing normal pull-ups no. that's exactly you're right. hooked you're hooked on at a weird angle exactly on some right. sort of fucking jungle gym yep. and you're trying to give her butt on the and, yeah you're on the nets you know I yeah. don't do a lot of, there was a park by my house where, you know, the point is. Right, sure, sure. The point is, I would say the place that I would be least likely to commit sexual actions with my partner is in their parents' house who willingly invited me to stay. I would almost yeah. want to do that. Like, you know how, like, whispery quiet? I No. There's that's the last place that I would ever want you let him stay. Yeah, because on the drive home, somebody's, yeah. you know, getting herk and jerked. I'm sorry, you're the dad. Yeah, I don't mean no, that. No, no, you don't have to. We don't have to talk. I like didn't that, mean I was listen, I was pulling it away knows. from their situation and I was making it I about understand. the world. I'm responding to those I understand. people. Yeah. Now, you could never get away with that because it's hard to whisper choke me. <laughs> but with other people, I think. I think it's fine. And, and, and you know what I say to them? You know what I say to them when I, when I leave them? So first of all, I go, hey. Hold, hold on. That remind me. When back, 
Uh, anybody who's watched me do stand-up in the last hundred years knows that I, much like this show, I can only tell stories. I'm not a good joke writer. Uh, but back in the early days of stand-up when I was trying to write jokes, I did have this joke. And it was about somebody had somebody had given sex advice. And mm-hmm. it was like a, a woman who'd spoke. And it was how to help your partner achieve a full, full-fledged orgasm, like a... Uh, full like the best type of and there were little tricks and one of the tricks was that if uh your partner takes a deep breath right before they they finish right before they have an orgasm Mm -hmm. it'll really increase it and really help out so as the partner she said what you're supposed to do is as they're close you're supposed to lean into their ear and whisper breathe deeply which i just think is a weird thing to whisper if somebody's choking the shit out of you (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, guess what you can't do? Yeah. It's like giving a guy in a wheelchair a standing ovation. Listen, breathe it's not... deeply. It's, yeah. Breathe deeply. I'm not into it. If somebody... If... Uh, well, I don't have to get into it. No, that, come but. on. Let's keep, let's keep going where you were going. I just remembered yeah. the only jokey joke I wrote in my entire career. Uh, that and one about shark attacks. Let's keep going. So what I like to tell them is... Before I leave them alone and I go to bed, Mm -hmm. I say, please, for the love of God and all that is holy, do not shatter my insanity. That's Mm. uh, my my sanity. Do not shatter my sanity. Because, and they know what that means. They giggle and they look at each other and then he gets a red face. And it's like, just let me stay sane. And you know what's going to break that. Yeah. You know what's going to break that. And then what I'll do is I have to pee a lot. I'm old and I drink yeah. a lot of water right before bed because I go, oh shit, I only had one glass of water today. So then I drink three of Try them to make, up to make sure that I don't get a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go downstairs and I'll rip the door open. They're pocket doors and I stick my little fingers in there like a fucking raccoon and I just rip it open and there's no knocking. There's no nothing. Is that the and right call? But that, fe- that feels like it keeps them on their toes. But one time you're wrong. One they time know. you're wrong and there's your, yeah. it's gone. Your sanity is, your sanity is catapulted into the sun. It's absolutely catapulted into the sun. And let me ask you this is, is if someone's murdered, is that considered breaking up? Because, <laughs> because listen, I got a lot of chain out at the lake and chain doesn't float. You feel me, right? Look at me in the eyes. You feel me? I feel you. Jane doesn't float. I Look feel at, you. I I'm a boat. more sex yeah. forward person. So I just want Olivia and her boyfriend to be safe. And I also think you're someday, you're going to make a good pop pop. And if you have to be, for a long time. if you, ha- who knows? Isaac's getting married. That's true. Isaac can now create you uh, a little, a little grandbaby in a way that, is the na- dude we knew if we had a family friend who used to call it the natural order of things and i sure didn't like that i didn't that wasn't uh, the natural <laughs> order of things i didn't care for that but i think you're going to be a great pop pop you That's know nice you to say yeah i think you'll uh i think you'll be i think you'll be a fun but stern pop pop well, that's really nice of you. I know you're trying to rev my engine here and it's not working because <laughs> Is it not earlier working? Today, you're not responding. Well, it's working, earlier today. But no, I'm telling you. You're impressive. I'm so calm. Let yeah, me you're tell you impressive. why. Earlier today, my my engine was revved to the red line. Mm-hmm. It, it was revved to a place I had not seen it revved in quite a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think my engine broke. 
And so right Overheated. now- Overheated. There's no revving. Now you're you just can, on the side of the road. You, we can't even turn it on. Whatever you want what to happened? say, it's like- Baby, what's I'm not wrong? Even, what happened? I'm not even registering. I'm okay. What I'm sort fine. of metaphorical pocket door did you rip open that broke your engine? We're good. Are we good? I'm great. Yeah, well- We'll, you know, we'll just let this stumble out <laughs> later in the show. Um, hey, uh, betterhelp.com. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, uh, so do you remember a couple weeks ago, uh, we discussed monkeys in uh, the Midwest being allowed yeah. to smoke or not allowed to smoke yeah. cigarettes? And we, of course, spoke of the monkey bar, which is a neighborhood yeah. bar near my house where they kept uh, a monkey that liked to smoke and drink. Um, and uh, people around here listen to this show. Um, and a friend of, a good friend of mine uh, who listened to this show, he said, yeah, I got to tell you something. Because we might have inferred that you and I, that that was, you know, maybe animal abuse. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Letting a monkey, we might have inferred that that isn't like a chill thing to do. Introduce a wild creature to the habits of drinking and smoking. No, I think it's great. And I think that as long as you let the monkey leave, go back to his monkey family, kick the dog because he's drunk, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. whatever people do. Sure. Then I think it's fine. But if you, when it's closing time, it's like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Except you, you fucking monkey. monkey and then you, you throw him monkey. in a closet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he gets out at opening time. That's a problem. Well, but apparently he had a big he had home, a big cage. That was his home. He had a big monkey cage and he lived at oh, the bar. Well, this monkey's fucking lucky it didn't go to the Cincinnati Zoo because primates don't have a great Doosh. yeah lifespan There's, at the Cincinnati There is one very famous primate shooting that happened. Yeah. So gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. He, my friend told me he, he, you know, he wanted to make sure I understood the whole story. And here's okay. the story he told me. We're obviously familiar with Jane Goodall, re sure. renowned scientist and researcher of the monkey world. Until 1981 was called an apist, but uh, it was a little too close. So they stopped that. I would say there is no other person. Are, is there somebody more synonymous with studying a single type of animal? Because um, is there a Jane Goodall of giraffes? I mean, and obviously monkeys are primates, so they're more related to us. I don't think so. I, and I'm sure there is, in, if you're deep in the monkey game, right? Or you're deep yeah, in the whale sure. game, you're like, that's, that's Jacques... Last name that I didn't come up with in this moment. He's the whale Cousteau? guy. No, see, that's what so, I was. That's where I was gonna go. Anyway, I just there's not. I don't. I can't think of anybody else that's that famous for studying a specific animal. Well, Michael Jeffrey Dahmer, men. Yeah, Siegfried and Roy trained. They were f famous for spending time with tigers, but not. Yeah. Then there's the, the Tiger ones, the King guy. Well, yeah, like, we don't know. We have no idea. So Jane. Here's the story. So, okay. The the Cincinnati Zoo is a very respected, renowned zoo. And the okay. curator of the Cincinnati Zoo is a was a very respected, renowned individual. And apparently 
he had Jane. Jane Goodall was coming into the Cincinnati Zoo. And I've been told, okay. I, th- I think this is correct, the monkey at the monkey bar who used to rip heaters and, and drink, he, his name was Sam. Sam okay. the monkey. Nice. And yeah. per my friend's story, when Jane Goodall landed... She said right to the zoo curator, he's like, well, you ready? We're going to take you to the zoo or the hotel or whatever. You know, we're going to take you where you need to go. And she's like, before we do anything else, I'd like to go meet Sam. She'd heard about the monkey bar. She'd like to go meet Sam. And so he drove her and Jane Goodall spent time with Sam, the drinking and smoking monkey. And then as they, she goes, okay, I'm ready to go. And as they were leaving, she told him, that's the happiest chimp or whatever he was that I've ever seen. That's, that's the story. And should be probably a commercial for Jack Daniels. What? <laughs> and I don't want to contradict my friend. That's why I'm not using his name. I don't want to, okay. put, but I'm going to tell you, if I've got a monkey at my bar in a cage... And people are like, should you have that monkey there? You know what I'm telling them? Jane Goodall said this was the happiest monkey <laughs> she's ever seen. There's no way Jane Goodall came to your river bar, saw your smoking monkey in a cage, and said, of all the monkeys that I've studied in my re- renowned monkey-studying career, this chain-smoking drinking monkey in a cage he is right where he needs to be <laughs> we all know it's your buddy from bound tie kill painting but listen it's not you, it's actually not uh, i have a second friend you know who it is <laughs> i have to tell you something i have three friends in geometry okay in 10th grade i was figuring out this proof And we had, so I was in 10th grade, but we had two freshmen in there that always figured things out before everybody else. Sure. And so this time I go, you know what? I'm going to read the chapter. I'm going to do the homework. And tomorrow when he gives us his proof, I'm going to fucking stomp everybody. And so he gives us the first step in a proof. Everybody knows that's given. And then I worked my way through and I beat these two freshmen, even though I should have, because I was in 10th grade, it's a bigger number. I beat them to the answer and the teacher from his desk looked at me and he said, you are the happiest monkey I have ever seen. (laughs) And so when you brought that story up, it brought me right back to 10th grade. I could smell the school cafeteria. I could feel the anticipation of me getting this answer in the air. And I remember him looking right at me and saying that. Do you so have, thank you. Do you have a least favorite teacher from high school? When I say worst teacher, does someone ping into your brain? Uh-uh. Okay. I, I mean, I, I really found, and this isn't like whatever, but I really found something kind of cool about all of them. And it certainly wasn't the teacher part of them. I mean, there was a guy named Dorwin Hansen oh, who great carried name. a yeah, carried a he he taught American lit. That's the Darwin, not Darwin. Darwin, Darwin. Yep, Ugh, love it. And he carried a coffee thermos, and would always go outside. And you know, teachers weren't supposed to smoke on the property. He would just sneak out, and we'd see him through the window smoking. 
So that, I mean, I liked all that shit, even if he gave me trouble, but he was a really cool dude. I think all the teachers were, I don't know. I can't say this for every teacher, but I think all the teachers at my school when I was coming up wanted to ultimately help. Now I did not make that easy sure. because I was always fucking chip, chip, chirping away. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but you know, nobody, nobody really got after me too much, which was nice. I always thought it was fun to see a teacher in the real world. You know, you're like, ah, the teacher's at JC Penney's. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the grocery store and you get to see what they eat. You're yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. Or they're right. Or you three don't years make out of enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or three years out of high school, you see him at the liquor store and you're like, oh, you dirty motherfucker. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. You, yeah. You don't want to, that's why you got to get out of your hometown you don't want to be like, hey, right. the math teacher is too drunk to stand on Wednesday. You don't want to see that. Yeah, I had a tough time. I don't know if you did, but when even when I'm, you know, I still think I'll call, like I had this wonderful lady that taught us in the uh, visual arts and she taught English too, but um, she was just great. She was the the coach for the speech team and everything. And her name was Mrs. Prishman. And... I still call her Mrs. Prishman. Olivia is best friends with one of her granddaughters. I see her all the time at these events, and I just cannot call her by her first name. It's fucking weird. Oh, I can't. Because I'm a grown No, up. I think that's I'm very normal. There's one oh, okay. my second grade teacher lived next to my parents, and I I was like 25 going home like, hey, Mrs. Tate. Like, I don't, I don't think it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that never changes. All right, well, that's good to know. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you didn't. You seem like a guy who could have an enemy. You know, you seem like you oh. make enough enough oh. trouble that one teacher would really dislike you. And then the problem is like there are those teachers who there were teachers who disliked me. But even as a high school kid, I had to be like, yeah, she's not she's not wrong. Miss Copper yeah. knows her shit. She's on it. I'm I'm the worst. I'm not going to admit that. I'm going to run around like she's the worst, yeah. but I'm the worst. We say sup, Mrs. Copperoo. Um, you need to understand that you asked me if I didn't like any teachers. Are there any teachers that don't like me? That's a different. That's but I'm, I'm saying with those teachers, they're eventually like, I think you and I both have a trail of teachers that are like, no, thank you. But within those teachers, how they choose to respond to you. I'm just surprised that you didn't develop a real mutual disdain with at least one teacher no because i'm like you i was like i get it yeah this makes sense to me mine and i but mine the one that i had a problem with is the one who it's weird when you're a kid you're like a high school age kid and you know well enough to go ah you're a shitty teacher like you're bad at being a, like you're shitty at your job like Sure. You dislike someone because they make you know, I don't want to do homework. Oh, you're going to do this. You're going to do, But when you see someone like I you actually make class easier, but I think it's cuz you suck at your job. That was always a tough <laughs> one for me. There's one specific teacher that was that way for me. We had a guy that would he was a history teacher, so we had two of the polar opposite history teachers. It was awesome. One of them is like a hockey legend he is known for being part of the hockey program since it began in fergus falls and he um 
he would always show us movies. It was either like Slapshot. I remember we got to watch the 1992 Olympics. Oh, great. When uh, Ray LeBlanc was the goalie and he took his goalie glove off and his fingers were all fucking broken and gross. And so we got, that's the kind of shit we did in his class. And then the other guy, Mr. Christofferson, when, when you would get an A, if someone got an A on his test, he would do a flag dance and he would like with two miniature flags, just like all over the place. And he would stand up on people's desks and walk across the desks. That's the hardest I ever fucking tried in a class because I was like, I want him to have to walk across the desks. This is so fun that an adult is doing this. So that's the hardest I tried to get an A was in history. Sure. That makes sense. I, we had, did you have a homeroom? Did you, is that a thing Uh, you had in school? In uh, seventh and eighth grade, we had a homeroom. We had high school homeroom. It was like 15 minutes. And I don't know how I got lucky. And we had the one great home where every time you'd walk in there, her name was Mrs. Loveless. She's like, donuts? And she, she was the, I don't know if she was special education or she was whatever version of developmental, like disabled, like some sort of like special. Look at me. How long did you, how long did you stay in the class? (laughs) So she would, but she was, she was one of those teachers who you could just walk in and you'd be like, I think I'm going home. She'd go, okay, see ya. She didn't, there was nothing, she she very much had a lax view of how school worked. And because of that, I wanted to try very hard for her. Yeah, we had a little bit of a mafia um, uh, study hall teacher. Mm. So I had study hall. I didn't do band or choir or anything. I think my senior year I had three or four study halls. I'm Mm. not sure, but it was a lot. And so I'd go into the first one and we'd go up to this lady and be like, hey, uh, do you care if we go to Hardee's and get some of those uh, muffins with the icing? And she's like, I don't care as long as you bring me one. It was like mafia shit. Sure. Like as long as I can take a little off the top. Yeah, as long as I, I can get one skim. of those muffins that fell off the truck. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about the Hardee's cookies because you're you're 20, 30 years older than me, so I don't recall these muffins. Yeah. But when you yeah. when you first had kids, do you remember when they went to the cookies that came in the cookie sleeve? If you're ranking if you're if you're ordering a muffin from a hardy's uh if you're if you're ranking you take all the meals out of it because cinnamonies are obviously a breakfast meal item sure sure. but you're we're talking the dessert treats and you can't i think you got to take out of it dairy queen which is a purely dessert rest that was ice cream first food second so we're talking McDonald's, Culver's, Burger Kings, and you're talking McDonald's has the turnovers and the McFlurries. Sure. You know, Hardee's yeah. had the muffins and the cookies, the big round cookies. Um, yeah. Burger King with the Hershey's and Reese's pies. What's your, what's your, uh, the Chad Daniels, the heavy Chad? How are you power winter, ranking these? Winter, I go Subway cookies. Oh, Subway. How the fuck did I forget Subway cookies? Subway cookies. Can I can I say something? No fucking idea, idiot. Okay, so Subway cookies. Also, you got to throw Papa Murphy's cookie dough in there. Just, oh, just you just get a tub that, of okay. cookie dough and you just mash it. I mean, I, I mean then do you have to so include I'll go, all the pizza stuff? I'll go cookie dough. 
But um, and then it goes Subway cookies in the in the winter and then summertime M M&M and M McFlurry. I do love McDonald's soft serve ice cream. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's probably ice cream or no chance considered soft serve. No chance. But whatever it is, what it's whipped cocaine. Yeah, and I love it because it gets me through drives. Um, well, and they have the mini. I, they use the mini M and M's, if I recall correctly. Isn't that the situation there? They they do. And I've had this argument with a comedian out in D.C. where he he's like, "You got to get the Oreo M and M. It sucks. The M and M's are hard." I'm like, "Do you mean the granular Oreo cookie that's fucking frozen that gets into your where your fillings are?" No. So for me, it's M and M's. If you make me eat an Oreo McFlurry, that is towards the bottom of my list. But M&M is top notch for winter and then Subway cookies. And then just year round, you know I love cookie dough. Year round. So so I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that I forgot Subway cookies. Um, We should be. Godfather's dessert pizza. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby, that's where that's at. Uh, But I think, yeah, underrated on this list because it's so old and it's such a classic and maybe they don't even do them anymore is the turnover. The the Apple turnover at McDonald's. My dad, he used to, he was one of those, I'm going to go through the drive-thru and order dessert for me and nothing for you. That's what, that was his move. Ah. Time and again, yeah. I yeah I've got to go. Subway cookies number one. Um, I'm gonna go the cookie dough from Papa Murphy's number two. The the only reason I would go the the is there anything more disappointed when you walk into it? Because when you go into a subway, I don't know how it works for you, but I am thirty to forty percent there for the sub and. 70 to 60% there. I should have done that the other way. 60 to 70% there. You get it for the cookies, right? You're there when you when you when you've decided to eat at the shitbox sandwich store that is Subway. You are allegedly you have to be there more for the cookies than the sub sandwich, right? It's been a long time since I've had a cookie from Subway, but I will tell you that um Oh, it's been several years. I mean, this is even before I started trying to not eat sugar because I would go in there and here's my order at Subway, which is ridiculous. Asiago cheese bread. Love it. Right? Great. Foot long. Mm-hmm. Meatball. Yep. Which automatically, if you've ever heard the uh, Jim Gaffigan bit about, he goes, I can't possibly have a hamburger. Instead, why don't you ball them up and put six of them on my sandwich? <laughs> and so... So I, I get the uh, meatball sub on Asiago bread. I throw a little banana pepper on there, a little onion, a little black olive, and then I have them douse it with extra marinara and spicy chipotle sauce, which is wildly caloric. So as I'm ordering all this shit, I look at the cookies and I go, not today, cookie. Ah. I've just ordered 6,000 calories in my sandwich. Well, you haven't. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but everything you've done essentially is correctly. But you put a layer of pepperoni on that, and then you put a layer of provolone cheese on that, and you have yourself kind of a pizza meatball sub situation that is, uh, for my money, about as good as you can get. I can't even be in a subway anymore. I got food poisoning years ago like the i ate it at the mall of america which what are you doing right you're eating a subway sandwich at the mall come on man what are you 
That's so I Subway has an incredibly distinct smell. Uh, yeah, and it does. I think it's yeah, the it plastic they put in the bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love. We just went. We should just call this podcast "Same Joke." And so uh, the. Yeah, I can't even. I, I I step foot in a subway, I get nauseous because the smell reminds me of how sick I got. But the cookies, you could bring the cookies to my house. What I was getting at is, uh, back in the day, I'm showing up more for cookies than I am sandwich. But did you ever have yeah. that thing happen where you're showing up for the cookies and some slack ass fucking employee cooked them three minutes too long and they're these hard nub cookies? Right. But you can't yeah. not get the cookies. So now you're angrily eating crunchy subway the goo of the cookie the the softness of the subway cookies is where the money's at. yeah how do you fuck oh, that course. up it's you, a machine with a predetermined a little bit yeah you basically spin it like you're eating a disc corn on the cob right yes so you take the little hard crust off and now you're left with the softest fucking cookie of your whole life let me tell you something you know how they Treat throw like peanut pasta against the wall to see oh, if yeah. it's done yeah Sure. You know how they do that? It's like, throw the cookie against the window. If the window breaks, you left them in too long, you fuck. Put them in the garbage and try again. Three minutes less this time. Everything is, so, everything is so automated at Subway sandwich restaurants. How can you possibly screw up cookies? There, it's not like, it's not like you're I, like, I, I, hey, I we've got a machine that's different than the other machines. What do we, what about is the amount of time? Like, it's very specifically designed. I, you know, though, I do think a dark horse for me in all this is the Hershey's pie. The Burger King, Burger King gets no respect, yeah. man. No one mentions no, them near the top. They have better fries than everybody else. The onion rings are fantastic. The rodeo cheeseburger is out of this world. The pie is great. They, the Now, have they made some questionable decisions? How, how you, and I haven't been in a Burger King in a while, but it's my understanding that they discontinued the cinnamony. How the fuck you invent the cinnamony and walk away from it? Maybe it's a Subway cookie situation. Because I, I will guess in my time, my era of consuming cinnamonies, I bet 60% of them, I was like, oh, this sit on, this sat on the warmer for a while. Sure, but when but, you I got mean, a soft one, still come power on. it down. Come on, yeah. Burger King, Burger King is good. Now let me tell you this: the uh, McDonald's fries, if people don't know, they used to be incredible because they were boiled in animal fat, mm -hmm. and now they are boiled in, uh, they're fried or whatever in vegetable oil because a man had a heart attack and sued McDonald's because he had their fries. Now there's a place in Fergus Falls called the Viking Cafe that has the best food and they give a big fuck you to big vegetable oil and they fry their fries still in animal fat and they're the best fries in my opinion on planet earth what type of animal are we talking here is this a conglomerate of animal fat yeah i'm sure it is i'm sure it is what i'm doing a lot of right now is i'm making a lot of you know me i make a lot of tacos with my little cassava tortillas Sure. But I like to have a, a nice bacon topping. And so what I will do is I will fry up a bunch of bacon in a pan. Then when the bacon's done and I'm about to have my tacos for the day, I fry the taco shells in the bacon fat. And it's a yeah, lot. Smart. It's very bacony. 
Can I tell you what I did for Father's Day? First of all, I didn't get uh, any sort of social media love from either one of my children. Secondly, that's great because um, a comedian would do a joke about it six years after you did, and he'd get a lot of attention on the internet. My son, <laughs> my <laughs> son texted me Happy Father's Day, but spelled day D Y I. And my daughter. Well, that was um, intentional. Show, you need to get no that chance. beard game together. No chance. My my son or my daughter showed me a picture of a gift that wasn't there yet. So that's my father's day. Now, I got to spend it with my daughter. That was nice. And uh, we were going to have steaks. The steaks did not come out of the freezer in time. Mm-hmm. So they're two they're they're not thought i can't cook them so i'm like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna send you to the store to get steaks that are thawed i'm gonna have you get some tortillas just we like we like wraps around the house and so she comes back she said dad there there weren't any steaks so now i have to cut these frozen steaks into strips we make fajitas i bring them out on the grill i'm starting to fry them and I, i go well, these fucking vegetables aren't sizzling. What's going on? I look underneath the flat top grill, no fire. I lift up the gas tank, empty. Mm. Now, luckily, I have one of each grill. And so there was okay. a gas tank on another one of my grills. So I pulled that over. But I'm telling you, after after I made that meal, right, I was a little bit huffing and puffing about not getting any love on social media, getting a picture of a gift, getting a misspelled happy Father's Day with no punctuation. I was a little upset because I'm like, I fucking worked hard and I sacrificed a lot for these fucks. Mm-hmm. And so, I, and I love them and it hurts when it, a little bit. Mm, sure. And then after I cooked that meal, I was like, yep, I get it. No other dad would have taken these steaks out at game time or run out of gas or whatever. So I just, I just don't get the stuff. I get half Father's Day stuff because I'm, I work as a half father. I love how self-deprecating you're being right now. I really like that you turned that inward. That's fun for me to watch. What is, and you know, obviously Father's Day was was a couple of weeks ago. But I had, so I have a, f- a good friend who I was speaking to and his wife, sure. they have two kids and his wife asked him what he wants to do for Father's Day. And his idea was, I want to find out wherever my, he's a baseball fan. I want to find out wherever my favorite team is. And I just want to go there for the weekend and just get, just watch the games, go to a hotel, watch a oh. bunch of innings of baseball, eat yeah. food, the end. Do you think, because Father's and Mother's Day, they're so, I think they've, I've, traditionally, all I've ever thought of them is like, well, here's your gift. Like we eat, everything is normal. And then you're like, here's the thing we got you that you're going to pretend to like, right? right do you sure. Do you think that should be shifted more towards like, hey, what's, 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 what do you really want? Like, what's the big dad because i think there's that it's the idea that like because it's father's day part of father's day should be spending time with your kids who appreciate you that's the one of the rewards of father's day is you're you're with your kids but i've never understood that i've never understood that at all because it's like on veterans day do we send them over to fucking fight in a war no no they get the day off banks are closed it's exactly right so it's like well it's father's day why what 
Yeah. So- I, maybe I, I want to do something that I don't get to do normally. Now, I will tell you this. I'm bitching and moaning, but I did have a great well, how about a How about right? a good night's sleep without having to rip a pocket door open? Happy Thank Father's you. Day. Honestly, how about one day that I don't have to hear about these four fucking years? How about one day where we just skip it? Huh? I did have a good Father's Day and I was asked, what do you want to do? Now, granted, I was asked uh, late Saturday evening sure. what I wanted to do. So there were Leaves there were no making plans to go available. watch baseball out of town. Mm-hmm. But I did get to play games. I got to watch a lot of the final round of the U.S. Open. Okay. Um, I got to go swimming. I got to do a lot of things that I did want to do and it was very nice. And I did happen to spend it with uh, my daughter. My son didn't make it out. Um, but, and then also Kelsey was there. So it was all, it was very nice. That's great. And to wrap all that up, what was the thing that enraged you today that made you, uh, that changed the dynamic of the way you're interacting with the world? Go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.